worship on tonight. Amen. And I'm going to ask you to turn your Bibles to Psalms chapter 34 and verse 19. Psalms 34 and 19. When you have that, would you say amen? We want to talk about tonight, many are the afflictions of the righteous. Many are the afflictions of the righteous. Amen. The Bible said in the world we're going to have tribulation, but God said in him we will have peace. Amen. And God said he's the prince of peace. Amen. He keeps us in perfect peace whose minds have stayed upon him. And that's a really true, true scripture. It's really true, but we don't really see the, the truthness of it unless we do what our part. Amen. He said if we keep our minds stayed upon him. Amen. He said he would keep us in perfect peace. That doesn't mean that we're not going to have opposition. That doesn't mean that we don't have other things that, that we have concerns about. But God said if we diligently strive hard to keep our minds stayed upon him, he said he would keep us in perfect peace. He said he would keep us in perfect peace whose minds have stayed upon him. Amen. But he also told us, he said, many are the afflictions of the righteous. But the Lord said, I should deliver them out of them all. Amen. God said he should deliver us out of them all. Amen. God got different ways, amen, to deliver us. And that's the thing that we don't understand and we don't always have the answers. We don't know which way. We don't know what what method God may deliver us. So I'm learning that as I keep walking with God, you don't know how you, he's going to deliver you out of your situation. You, we, When God said, I will, many are the afflictions of the righteous, but I should deliver you out of them all. We sum it up in our mind. We know that God said he deliver us. And so we also, when we read the scripture, we said God should deliver us out of them all. But then we we put a, th we have a, th a way in our mind that he's going to deliver us. And he, just, he don't deliver us the, the way we think because God don't think like we think. You know, unless he actually tell you something when, he, when you know, if you don't know the, the, the final of it. Don't read into it. Don't say God going to do it this way. Don't say he's going to do it that way because you don't know which way God going to do it. But he just told us he would deliver us out of them all. So that's what, in other words, let's go on to the word in Psalms 34 and verse 19. Chapter 34 and verse 19. It says, many are the afflictions of the righteous, but the Lord deliver him out of them all. The Lord deliver him or her out of them all. Amen. Amen. Afflictions is uh, pain and suffering. It can be physical. It can be mental. It can be spiritual. It don't have to be just so you got a headache or a toothache. That's not the only kind of affliction. You can be afflicted in your mind. You can be afflicted in your body. You can be afflicted in your soul. It can be, you know, any part of you. The mind, the will, and the emotion, any of that, you can feel afflicted. Amen. I said, God said, many, many are the afflictions of the righteous. Amen. Because the Bible said, all that live godly going to suffer persecution. When you're trying to please God, you're trying to live for God, the devil don't like it, and he will pick at you or, or target you and attack you in different ways. But the Lord said, many are the afflictions of the righteous. Amen. Back to afflictions. Afflictions is pain or suffering, distress. Like I say, it don't have to be some physical that you're going through. It could be a distress. Stress. Uh, you can be under a lot of stress. You could be in distress. And it's, uh, you could be have some type of trouble surrounding you in some type of way. 
is constantly, if it's not one thing, it's another. Amen. Many are the afflictions of the righteous. Sometimes we going through different things and we don't know why we're going through this. We don't know why we're going through that. Amen. I, I, I always look at it like this and you all have heard me say it many times. I always examine my situation. I examine myself. When I'm in something, especially if it's over my head or something that's, you know, I, I like to look at it like, you know, especially if I'm really concerned about it, it's really troubling me. You know, over a period of time, I may not look at it like that at first, but over a period of time, I'm looking at it and see, you know, whatever this is that, you know, that, that I bring this upon myself. Of this is something out of my control, I, you know, because some things catch you off guard. You don't know what didn't happen, you know, like how did that happen? And you, you know, you looking, you know, for, for instance, let's say if this things you God tells us to do concerning our bodies, He tells us to get proper rest. He tells us to do different things, and we don't do that, and then we end up sick, or we end up something going on, or you know, we're not focused, and you know, we off track. Then you know, you have to reevaluate that and see that you know that that what well, did I do the Right things because sometimes we do things that harm ourselves and it brings sickness, it actually brings physical sickness or mental distress. It was, and God will let you know this right here you know, you bought this upon yourself. You maybe didn't intend to, you didn't know it, but you bought this upon yourself. And then there's some attacks of the devil that you have nothing to do with, he just attacked you. We would like to say he attacked us with everything, but it's not true that he attacked us with everything. Sometimes we have bought things upon ourselves. Amen. <clears throat> so the Lord said, in other words, uh, many are the afflictions of the righteous. But God said, he said, but the Lord delivered him out of them all. Amen. God meant to be delivered means to be released and to be set free. God promised to set us free. Amen. <clears throat> Out of all our afflictions. He didn't say when. He didn't say how. But we cried out to the Lord. David said, I cried out to the Lord. And the Lord heard me and delivered me from all my fears. When you cry out to the Lord, God would deliver you out of your troubles. Amen. He would. He might not deliver you exactly when you say, how you say. But we have to keep believing when you pray. You pray. You, you believe when you pray. Sometimes that's hard for us to do because the situation we're praying about looks to be like a big mountain. And we just can't see how that's going to change. But you got to get a hold of your faith. You got to get a hold of God. You got to believe by faith. When you pray, you must pray. I'm not saying we always do it. Sometimes we find ourselves praying, but we really don't believe. Did y'all hear what I'm saying? Sometimes we find ourselves praying, but we don't really believe. Because the situation just looks just too big. And then we look, we so focused. And that's what the devil wants. He wants us to focus upon the situation because the situation is going to look impossible. So most times we pray. We don't pray in faith. I mean, we don't mean no harm. So that's why sometimes, we, if you notice, we pray over the same thing over and over and over and over and over again. Anybody get that? Find yourself praying the same. You even almost say, some people almost repeat the very same words. You get tired of hearing the same very words. See, when you, when, when you start praying, even if you got to go back and pray it again, you, pray it, you might pray it another approach, another way. 
Well, you're getting somewhere more when you're just praying the same, reciting the same tune with the same thing. Because you, you, you're seeking out different ways. You're really praying earnestly. You're seeking God. You're praying earnestly. When you're praying the same prayer over and over, or almost the same words, you are not praying in faith like you need to. Because you're going to start touching areas in prayer that you never even thought to even pray it that way. Because the Holy Ghost is going to show you how to pray. Amen. So that's when you know you're getting a breakthrough. You know that's when you know you're coming. You you had you you bring, you're building up your expectations to for God to answer that prayer. Amen. It says many are the afflictions of the righteous, but the Lord delivered him out of them all. God, he this is his word right here. He didn't say that we was gonna stay in these afflictions and we would not be delivered. He just didn't tell you how you're gonna be delivered. Amen. Just like if it rains, when it rains, it don't rain all the time. We all will be washed out like North did. And if it rained, we would be washed out if it never stopped raining. It never rain all the time. It's going to stop raining. It never snow all the time. Your situation, whatever you is, you might be going through that, but you're not going to go through that all the time. Something's going to change. That's going to change one way or the other. You can look at other uh, things in your life that you thought you were stuck in, and it changed. But we, we, you know, we we don't think like that. Even you know, as I'm speaking, God, He He brings these things to our memory. He had to help me as well. We don't think like that. We just think whatever is happening. I mean, it's really easy to believe that you're stuck in a situation if you don't see your way out. In the natural, it's, it's easy to believe that this is this is the way it's going to be. But that, that that don't mean that's the way it's going to be. If you keep believing that that's the way it's going to be, it's going to bring a distress, no hope, discouraging, depression. And so you don't want that. So you need to let that go. Amen. And then call those things are not as though they are. Amen. Amen. You got to talk to yourself. You got to sometimes open your mouth and say, it's not, I'm not going out like this. This is not going to be this way. It's like God don't want us to be here and be miserable while we're here. You know, I have to think about that sometimes. Do God, you know, we're, sometimes you might be uncomfortable in situations. I understand it. But God don't want us to be in despair. You know, it said we are cast down, but we're not in despair. Despair means no hope. If somebody's in despair, don't see hope coming. They gave up in their mind. They say it's not going to change. The Bible said we're distressed, but we're not in despair. And sometimes situations in our life and everything, we the devil tells you sum it up and say that's the, this is the way it is, and the, you know you're stuck here. And we got to I'm really grab a hold. Say, well, you know, is this the end of the world? This is not the end of the world. You almost got to tell to yourself, this is not the end of the world. I've came through things before. I may not know how I'm gonna get through this, but I've come through things before. And this is not the end of the world. Then you have to look at it, what can I do about it anyway? So I be to trust God. Amen. And then sometimes, amen, when it seems like you just can't get your faith going, can't get going and believe and trust God, then you need to turn your plate down. You don't need to be asking nobody else to see if somebody's going to call fast. You need to make your own fast. You need to go say, I'm, I'm, talk to the Lord. Lord, I'm, this is between me and you. I need some breakthroughs, and I'm willing to skip some meals. It's me and you. Amen. Why are you on up on why are you on that fast or approaching that fast? Of course the devil don't want you to do that. He won't make sure oh, they ain't gonna do no good. But they unless you go on through that fast, go through the fast the right way. Don't be hating, mean, hard to get along with, bitter, 
people mad because you can't really eat the way you want to eat, frustrated, irritated, that's the wrong fast. Got to be happy on your fast. Got to be nice on your fast. Amen. And I'm texting and talking and all that all day long. You need to talk to the Lord on your fast. Talk only when you're at work. You got to do your work. You got to maybe take care of business. But you shouldn't be having all the fun on your fast because you, you just went without eating. You make it as unto the Lord. It's tell Lord uh, the day before. Or oh, will you get more, Lord? I'm I'm choosing to not to eat right now. I got some things in 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 my life that's, that I got things that is that's really over my head, and I need I need some breakthroughs. I need I need clarity of thought and mind. I I need, really need you, Lord. I need you to help me to go through this fast and look for the Lord. Sometimes you don't see results right while you fasting sometimes you don't because Lord's maybe moving some things out of you letting you know some things about you but in time you 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 remember boy I sure did feel I sure felt a lot better when I was fasting I had more clarity of thoughts and I feel like God did something for me you gonna see see something that God has done you go might not answer the way you asked want him to answer did the way you want to him to do but you, you just got to say, this is between me and God. I don't have time for nobody else getting in this space right here. I need to seek you, Lord. Everything else could be on hold. I'll deal with that later. Right now, I need a breakthrough. I need to touch you right now, Lord. And not only do I need to touch you, I need you to touch me. Amen. So I say, many are the afflictions of the righteous, but the Lord shall deliver us out of them all. In the book of Isaiah, chapter 54. Amen. Amen. He's, when he said he shall deliver us out of them all, all means uh, totally, entirely. Not some, but he will deliver you out of everything. Eventually, at one time or the other, he will deliver you or give you that breakthrough that you need. Amen. You, we can think of some things that used to trouble us, used to bother us, whether they was mentally, physically, or whatever. We can look and see that some of those things we not going through. I mean, you can think of some things that you was going through that you're not going through now, something else. Somebody give God a praise. Amen. It says, Amen. Isaiah chapter 54, verse 17. It said, No weapon that's formed against thee shall prosper. Amen. The devil formed many things, amen. He he forms different things to attack us, amen. Amen. He uses different devices, different devices to to attack you and to attack me. He can use people, but he can use things. I say he can use people and he can use things, devices, anything that a man deformed against. He set up traps for us. That's why you don't need to get up, fly out your house in the morning. You need to get in some prayer. He set up advices to make you. He's like uh, 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 Joyce Myers used to say in one of her old tapes I had. She said, uh, he set you up to be upset. He does things to irritate you so you can get upset. Set you up. But if you're praying like you need to pray, you're going to see that. And you, the Bible says, if you resist the devil, he will flee. If you draw not to God, God draw not to you. Amen. When you resist the devil, it actually helps you also to not act like the devil. Because if you don't resist him, you're going to holler back. You're going to do whatever he's doing, you're going to do, do it back. Amen. If it's a person, place, or a thing. Amen. 
<laughs> as a person, place, or thing. God wants you, amen, to be a weapon. He said, no weapon that's formed against you shall prosper. He has many devices, especially he fights you in those weak areas. He fights us in the weak areas, in the areas where we are not developed or not strong in God like we need to be. Amen. If it's your patience or anything that he knows that he can rally you, those are the areas that he's going to fight you in. And those are the areas God's going to allow him to fight you in to that be perfected in you and me. Amen. He, he can't. He has to get God's permission before he come up attack you. He has to ask God. He has to get permission. He can't just. He, I'm glad he's got his limitations. He can't just go and just do anything he wants us because he's a spirit and we're human. That would be very unfair. So God said, "There's no temptation that's uncommon to you, but with the temptation, I'll make a way of escape." So if you got something in you that God don't want in you, He may let the devil rattle you to get it out of you. I got one amen. It would let the devil rally you to get that out of you. And you keep going through that repeatedly, then you're going to see, unless something's wrong with you, that's an area that I need help in. And it's like, you know, I have said it to the Lord. I said, oh, Lord, I know I need help, Lord. Ain't no sense in me sitting up there saying, oh, it was this song, song fault. I said, Lord, I know I need help. Yeah. You know, if you know, because because the, the Lord knows that, Amen. He, he when he came to Jesus to tempt Jesus, he couldn't find nothing. He couldn't find. He can throw, throw him no kind. Of, see, when you walking with God and you being perfected and God pulling stuff off you that He don't want on you, you getting perfected. Him, there's some things He's not gonna be able to find you when He comes. So the Lord, He let Him come, let Him try. You ain't gonna be able to do nothing with you. But if it's in you, you might not know some things in you. He gonna let you see what's in you. And sometimes, boy, we can really be ugly. We can really do some ugly things. We're so glad that God don't pull us on blast and let everybody see it. Uh, we, 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 did, we can do so much stuff, but almost literally, except maybe cuss, unless you got cussing. It. Cuss somebody upset down the other. If God don't let God, God, God lets that, he, he lets that, he wants that out of you. Do you know you can't take that to heaven? I can't take that to heaven. God perfects us right down here. Amen. Amen. No weapon that's formed against thee shall prosper. And every tongue that rises up against thee in judgment, thou wilt condemn. Amen. Amen. No weapon. A weapon is a device. It's an attack. Attack is something that you have not. It's like, it's just almost like all at once, boom. You had not thought about it. It's a surprise attack. Because he won't try you. Amen. Try me. But God said that, that what he set up to, the advice he set up to try you and to overthrow you, God said, I won't let it prosper. I won't let it throw you over. He said, but with the temptation, I'm going to make a way of escape that you're able to bear it. And will be to the person that the devil used to attack. Because God said, touch not my anointed and do my prophet no harm. People don't know they're in some dangerous hands when they let the devil use them to over, try to overthrow God's people, a child of God. They might not know, but they sure find, sure find out. 
But God still sometimes allowed it. If it's something that he doesn't want and he knows that thing would destroy you, he wants it out of you. Amen. Amen. So, and believe say, it would not prosper. No weapons formed against you would not prosper. It won't succeed. Amen. It will not override you. It will not overthrow you. Amen. Sometimes you might feel like you're going to be thrown over. Amen. The Lord said, Amen. All that the Father has given me, I have lost none. Amen. God said, He, God's watching over you when you can't watch over yourself. Amen. He, he's not going to let you be overthrown like that. And he see you love him in your soul. He's not going to let you. Amen. We make our mistakes. We say things, do things we shouldn't do. Amen. And the devil is accuser of the brethren. And he's going to tell us how bad, how God's not pleased with us. And he goes to God to see what they did and all that. But God said, amen, no weapon. That's from you can't put, pluck them out of my hand. You can't pluck a true child of God out of God's hand. You can't just take them out of the will of God. Take them out of God's hand. You take yourself out of God's hand. You can't, nobody can take you out of God's hand. I don't care what they're doing to you. You have to overcome and have the victory. Amen. Get the victory. Amen. Amen. We, we can't be effective Christians and witnesses for Jesus just telling other people what they should do. We have to live the life. That we preach about. Live the life that we sing about. That's when we the most effective. Amen. Sometimes we, you know, well, I don't feel like right today. I don't feel. We, we can't walk with our feelings on our sleeve and make no excuses. This is the way I am. Some people, this is the way I am. And that's the way I'm going to be until I leave here. I hope not. I hope you change before you leave here. I hope to change before I leave here. If I, if I ain't right. Because God's not making no exceptions and bringing none of that mess up in heaven. Somebody give God a praise. Amen. Somebody give the Lord a praise. I believe that I'm just round up and I said what I've said. And uh, we'll we'll let's uh, kind of conclude here. Amen. Speaking about Amen. Many are the afflictions of the righteous. Amen. But God promised to deliver us out of them all. Amen. Amen. We're gonna turn this 